Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Nolan Gorman had a huge game. Let's talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about that huge game. Nolan Gorman went 4 for 4 with a double dong. Now up to 6 home runs on the season. He's hitting for power, but also striking out quite a bit. Scott, what do you think about uh, this Massive game, and overall, your thoughts on Gorman this far? I think Gorman has been exactly what I thought he'd be. Um, I haven't moved him up or down the rankings at all since he got called up. Yes, he's had, he's shown big power. No surprise there. He struck out too much. No surprise there. I think the jury's still out as to what this is going to add up to in the long run. Obviously, his numbers look great right now and no complaints about a 280 batting average 866 OPS but this game obviously did a lot to elevate him he's basically had two games with three hits two games with four hits and then done a bunch of nothing for the most part otherwise so it's it's he's gone about getting those numbers in a very strange way and and again you wonder if particularly sitting against left-handers if if he can uh, maintain that pattern and or find more consistency or whatever. You see the upside, you see the downside. I think you hold right now and just continue to see where it goes. I got this question on Twitter, Scott. Would you rather have Nolan Gorman or the recently called up O'Neill Cruz? I'd rather have O'Neill Cruz because I expect him to play every day, unlike Gorman has been doing. I expect him to run some, which Gordon won't. Uh, Cruz just stole his first base on Tuesday. And I just, I think the overall upside is higher. All right, let's rank some waiver wire pitchers who did something on Tuesday. Marco Gonzalez was at the Oakland A's. He went seven innings of two-run ball. Rowanzi Contreras got back on track. Five innings of one-run ball up against the Cubs. Aaron Savali made a very solid return. Five innings, two runs, seven strikeouts at the Twins. And Jose Urquidy post back-to-back quality starts. Six innings, one run, five strikeouts against a very tough Mets lineup. How would you rank those four, Scott? Arquiti, Savali, Contreras, Gonzalez. Well, it's a pretty uninspiring group overall. Not a lot of upside here. The one who I think has genuine upside is Ruanzi Contreras. So I might be inclined to put him first just for that reason. The others, I think, are going to be on and off the waiver wire all season long. Uh, and, and, you know, Contreras probably will too, given that he pitches for the Pirates. But you, there's a chance. There's a chance he's something more. Second, I will go Marco Gonzalez. Third, Jose Urquidy. Distant fourth right now is Aaron Savale, who was terrible when we saw him before going on the IL. But he, he altered his pitch mix in this return. A lot more sinkers, a lot fewer cutters. And so... I Maybe he's figured something out, but 
it'll take more than one decent start to convince me to convince me of that. All right, let's fire up the worryometer here on a Wednesday. Some pitchers who have been slowing down. Nestor Cortez gave up four runs over four and a third at the Rays, and over his last three starts, he has a five point seven nine ERA. Scott, where are you at on Nestor Cortez, the worryometer? One to ten scale, I'll go four on the worryometer. I think, given that he's a, a big fly ball pitcher, it's his his home run to his home run rate is just way too low this season. Even last year, uh, his home run rate was one point four per nine, and uh, and he still had a two ninety ERA. Right now, it's one even with this game, it's one point one per nine. So you know he has he has some give in both the ERA, even if the home run rate goes up to where it probably should be where it was last year. And and that's mostly re- the reason why his last three starts haven't been good. And, and it's really just two of the three were bad and he gave up multiple home runs in both. That's going to happen sometimes for Nestor Cortez. But I think in the long run, he'll still be a quality fantasy option for you given you know more than strikeout per inning, good supporting cast, all of that. All right, Jack Flaherty, this one's a little bit tougher. He has failed to go more than three innings in each of his first two starts. The walks have been up. The velocity has been down, obviously coming back from a long layoff, a shoulder injury. However, this is basically still his spring training. So what do you think about Jack Flaherty? So that's probably more like a six on the worryometer for me. I'm I'm pretty worried. There, there are three plausible scenarios here for why he struggled in his first two starts. I think the most likely is it's rust. The second most likely is he's still hurt. And then there's that possibility he's just not very good anymore. His and, and isn't going to regain the the 1.4 miles per hour he's lost on his fastball. It's a it's a possibility, but I think it's the least likely of the three. And I would continue to hold on to him and hope he shakes off the rust and and gets in a groove here, sort of like Zach Wheeler did earlier this season. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.